Hello, and welcome to this month's edition of On the Beat. I'm Chris Mulligan, your host and captain of the Broward Sheriff's Office Parkland District. Today, I'm joined by Jonathan Brown, Lieutenant Jonathan Brown. Um, John is uh, just new to our district. He's coming in as the lieutenant or executive officer for uh, the Parkland District. And I wanted to take this opportunity to welcome John into the district and give you, the residents, an opportunity to meet John as well. So, uh, John, why don't we begin uh, by uh, telling us what the lieutenant or the executive officer does in a district? Well, the lieutenant runs the day-to-day operations. Um, he monitors all the calls for service to make sure that they are being dealt with appropriately. Uh, they monitor and run the criminal investigations uh, division to make sure that the cases are being investigated thoroughly. Uh, we monitor all the schedules and make sure that everybody's, uh, you know, lined up to work when they're supposed to work. Um, the well-being and equipment of the people that work for the uh, district. Uh, we make sure that everybody is able to. Uh, conduct their jobs the best way they can, and uh, basically the day-to-day operations of the district. And obviously I report to the captain and make sure that everything runs smoothly. Yeah, after all of that, I'm going to probably, people are out there going to be going, well, what does the captain do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of sum that up a little bit, but you're mostly in charge of the operations, the day-to-day stuff. You deal directly with uh, the detectives, with the, with the supervisors, um, and then the captain deals more with the administrative side of things, right? Correct. Um, all right, so that's kind of what you do, but I think people would be interested to know a little bit about you. So, um, you know, like a lot of us here, are you a, are you a original Floridian or are you a transplant from someplace else? Well, I've lived here a little over 20 years, but I'm originally from Northeast Ohio, the Youngstown area. It's where I grew up. Uh, a lot of my family still lives there. Um, after I graduated high school, I joined the United States Navy. I was in the Navy for eight years. Uh, I got out and uh, moved to South Florida, and within months I was uh, hired with the Broward County Sheriff's Office. What'd you do in the Navy? I was a torpedo man for my first couple years, and then a Master at Arms, which is uh, a police officer, it's an MP, um, with the Navy. And so station overseas. You kind of got your, your a little bit of your law enforcement experience uh, before you even got here, right? Correct. Oh, so. Um, so what else? Uh, any, anything else interesting about you? You married kids? Yes, I'm married. Uh, my wife is a stay-at-home wife. We live in Deerfield Beach. I have a 21-year-old son. He's my only child. He is uh, currently overseas in the Marine Corps. Um, right now, he's halfway into his tour. Um, that's it. So he, uh, he didn't decide to follow dad's footsteps and join the Navy. He went to the, uh, the Marine Corps, huh? Yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> it's a challenge. He wants a challenge. So. Uh, good on him. Um, so you, you mentioned that you were a, uh, you were a master at arms in the Navy. Have you always been interested in, in law enforcement? Yes, I, I liked it. Uh, I, I, I dove in. I work with the NCIS a little bit on some major cases when I was stationed overseas and I uh, took a liking to, you know, the detective side of it. And you said you worked for, for BSO for 20 years. Um, so before coming here, what, what did you do? Tell us a little bit about your, your background within BSO. Okay. Uh, I started out in District 9 Pompano for about a year and a half, and then they got consumed by the 
larger cities, the one, the unincorporated areas went away. So I went to Deerfield, uh, became a detective. I was a, a detective there for close to six years. And then I went to be a detective in regional CI, Violent Crimes Unit, for a couple years. I got promoted to sergeant in uh, 2012, went to Dania Road Patrol. I was there for about six months when I got snatched into internal affairs. Uh, and I use the word snatched loosely. So three years in internal affairs, uh, and then I went back to CI uh, for an additional five years. Uh, which time I was in violent crimes and homicide uh, as a sergeant and then as a lieutenant. And then I got transferred here. So it sounds like you have a lot of uh, experience in investigations, both internal investigations. Uh, and, and I'll ask you a little bit more about that because I think people might find that interesting. But also uh, you ran the gamut from all the way from property crimes up to homicides and, as you progress in your detective career, your investigative career. Yes. So how does that experience, how will that experience help you in the district when you're, you're running the day-to-day operations of, of a district that deals not only within the investigative side, but with, with the actual road patrol functions, those deputies in uniform responding to calls for service? How does that um, criminal investigative experience that you have help you in your current role? Well, when you work the entire county, you know the dynamics of the county and you understand the different crime trends throughout the county and you deal, you deal with all the different uh, investigative bodies within the different municipalities. So you have an understanding of what the crime trends are. Then when you break down and come to a smaller district, you're able to take that knowledge of, of, of the county and it makes it a lot easier in dealing with the local issues. Uh, some of the other things that I can do is there's a lot of different technological advances to fighting crime that uh, can be brought to the district level. Um, you know, things that we can do, uh, new ways of, of processing uh, evidence, new ways of submitting evidence and comparing evidence to other uh, jurisdictions and other issues. And, uh, you know, I can bring a little training uh, to the local uh, criminal investigation division here. But most of all, the countywide perspective um, and the volume of crime that was worked in my previous command allows the lower volume of crime here to be easily managed. So that, that management experience that you have on such a, a high level of, say, working when you were the lieutenant in homicide, um, coming to a place like Parkland where we deal primarily with property crimes, car burglaries, auto thefts, that perspective gives you a, a little bit more of an idea on how to manage and, and then look for ways to improve the current processes? Yes. Um, so r- real quick, just talk a little about your, your internal affairs and, uh, experience. How, how does that, uh, what, is, what does an internal affairs investigator do? Well, basically internal affairs investigation is an administrative investigation. Um, and any type of issues that the agency is having with this personnel um, that doesn't rise to the level of a criminal uh, matter would get investigated as by internal affairs. So you have a broad perspective of all the uh, high, li- high liability issues that this agency uh, deals with. Um, and you, you have a good broad perspective of all the issues that we have to deal with, period. Um, 
and you get an opportunity to prevent a lot of uh, th big things from happening. Um, I, I, I venture to guess that that would make you guys who, who do that job pretty much subject matter experts on policy. You guys get pretty for, uh, familiar with, with agency policy and, and those types of things, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, welcome to Parkland. And uh, I appreciate you, you know, you, you taking on this responsibility. What, um, so as we, as we roll into, shift gears here for, for a quick second now, um, and as we roll into the holiday season, uh, are there any uh, initiatives or any, how can we, what kind of information do you have that we might be able to uh, provide our, our residents to, to make them a little bit more safer uh, during this holiday season? Well, some of the things you can do when you go shopping is uh, be very vigilant. When you carry your bags out to your car, <clears throat> take a look around the parking lot. Make sure there's nobody watching you. And you can vary your, uh, vary your activities when you go home. Basically, when you're driving home, if you see somebody falling, you just kind of make a couple extra turns, make it harder. Uh, you know, be careful where you go in regards to if you buy an expensive package um, from a, a store. Uh, make sure you don't leave it in your car as you go inside to another store because, you know, you never know who's watching. Somebody might try to break in your car to get that property. Um, it, it's sad to say, but these things happen. Um, people like to go shopping and leave everything in their car. So it's easy. It's a good easy. situational awareness and, and being mindful of not leave, not not helping to make yourself a victim by leaving stuff out and open where where people might be able to see it. Correct. Um, all right, and and one thing I, I would like to share with residents, we're we're pretty excited to to launch this, but beginning on November twenty third, we will uh, launch Operation Front Porch, and Operation Front Porch is where uh, you as a resident can send a package to the district office. And we will accept that package for you, and we will keep that package until you come and pick it up. Uh, the object of the exercise here is if you have something of value that uh, you don't want sitting on your porch, you want to avoid being the, the victim of a porch pirate, will be the receiving location. So uh, keep an eye on our Nextdoor and Twitter feeds uh, for in the next day or so, and you'll see a flyer going out for Operation Front Porch. Also, as always, uh, if you guys are interested in what's going on with the district, uh, please make sure you're monitoring our Nextdoor and Twitter feeds and uh, passing along our uh, podcast to anybody that uh, you know of that may not be listening to it. So just to close, I want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, on behalf of John, myself, and the entire district, we wish all of our residents a happy and safe Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll look forward to talking with you again next month.